0: Welcome to Voices from the Street, the radio ministry of the Sacramento Union Gospel Mission. Prepare your heart for laughter and tears as we share the unpolished stories of the homeless and hurting, hope and transformation. Here's your host, Director of the Union Gospel Mission, Pastor Tim Lane. Well, thanks guys for joining us. I really do appreciate you, every
1: single one of you who listen to the show. I know I get... Sometimes letters and stuff from folks that are are telling me they like the show, and that's usually when I have a guest on that uh, has something really deep to say. And last week and this week, I've had the same guy on. His name is Willie Magana, and he works for me at the mission. Well, he works for the same boss I do, the Lord God Almighty, Mm -hmm. right? But he works in the kitchen under Tim Trenum, who's our, our, the cook, the cook. kitchen supervisor. And so Willie uh, came and how long have you actually been working at the mission? Uh, I would probably say two years. Yeah, I would say that's that's coming up on two years. Yeah. And so uh, Willie went through the program, got to the other side of the program. It took him two times. We don't want to go over the same ground (laughs) because there's a lot of other good ground that we need to go over too. And I think you'll find this encouraging because the news is filled with bad news. There's just bad news everywhere, right? But this is not bad news. This is a good news thing. So Willie had a daughter. She, had, she still has a daughter. He has three children. And uh, the little girl had cerebral palsy and has to, had to go over the last few years a series of operations so that she could walk properly, and even more so, she wanted to be able to run. Mm -hmm. And that was her big dream. This brave little girl has had her femur cut and rotated 35 degrees, Mm -hmm. 35 degrees, uh, and then tendons had to be lengthened and all kinds of things Mm -hmm. for her to be able to walk. And so she... She wanted, even after the first horrible surgery, she wanted the next and the next because she wants to just have a normal moving life, right? Yes. yes. And she's a sweet little girl. And the exciting part is, and then we're going to start talking to Willie, (laughs) the exciting part is that Willie, for the first time in many, many years, has had full custody Mm -hmm. of his children They live with him in his uh, new apartment Mm -hmm. that he got in January 7th, right? Is that what you said? And so uh, those are all good things. And now here's what even caps it all. Willie came to the mission and he was addicted. And he felt, what did you say? Hopeless. Absolutely. And you said last week that you felt like You didn't know if you even wanted to live Mm -hmm. on all kinds of medications. Mm -hmm. Wasn't cutting it, right? Was not. Taking meth and all kinds of other things. Yes, sir. And some physical addictions Mm -hmm. that you had with cutting and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. Yep. And so Willie was talking to me right before we got on air, and I wanted to start there. And then we'll get into some of the other parts of Willie's life but Willie, through this whole thing, through the addictions, through the recovery, through the getting your kids, through the fact that this is a man that goes to his word, and I, I don't mean his word, I mean he goes to the word of God, which he claims, and he gets instruction from the word of God, from the prayers of his brothers and sisters in Christ, right? Mm, absolutely. And so what did you just tell me about when a guy comes on the program And you said you can
2: tell that when somebody has been through the same thing that you have felt the same way that you have, and um, maybe going through the same thing that you do, um, you can just see it in them. They don't really have to explain it to you. They really don't have to say anything to you about it. It's not like they're trying to uh, fake it or, 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 or sometimes they're just trying to hide it. Right. But, when somebody has like really been to that breaking point the same way that you have, it's it's something that you can see. And so um, as I was telling you, that's one of the great benefits I think sometimes when I stop and think about um, the question, would you change anything in your life? Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. if I did, then I think it would be harder for me to reach out to those people that I see hurting and broken the same way that i was right it makes me it makes it that much easier for me to walk up to somebody and say hey um can i talk to you for a second yeah you know hey you know um this is where i was at in my life you know and um not even really getting to them or asking them what's wrong with them but just explaining to them what happened to you and sometimes that's all it takes Mm -hmm. right um and the next thing you know the very next day they're coming up to you and they'll ask you like hey well, could you tell me a little bit more about what you guys do here? You yeah. know, and so um, it's it, it's a it's a blessing. It, I've um, learned to take some of the things that have happened in my life, and and turn them into ways to just spread the gospel, right? And to talk to other people about things that have happened in my life.
1: Amen. And <clears throat> I know that what he's saying is is absolutely accurate. You know, he can reach and touch people that I might not be able to. I haven't been in that particular position, and each of us has a certain testimony to say, something that we know we can reach. You know, it's a funny thing you said that. I didn't really think much about it until, you know, I've talked about it before, but um, for 20 years, I was a commercial air conditioning guy, you know, and uh, I wound up drinking too much and doing a lot of things. I was never I, I never was in any kind of recovery thing, but a lot of times, you know, I would stay out drinking with my friends and, and do those kind of things. So I was a contractor, and then I was a, a, a pastor and an insurance agent and all those things. And what it did when I came to the mission was, I know what it's like to overdrink and mm-hmm. to be in trouble for doing stuff, mm-hmm. Right. And having people who love you and forgive you and, and keep forgiving you even though you keep doing things, right? Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the 16 years that I've been at the mission, nobody comes up and surprises me. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't come on the campus and say, oh, yeah, Pastor, but wait till you hear my story. You're going to be shocked. <laughs> No, 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 I'm not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're probably not shocked either. Oh, not even a little bit. <laughs> you know, uh, drugs, alcohol—that's only the tip of the iceberg. You know, and and you think we think sometimes of addiction mm-hmm. as being drugs and alcohol. You know, those are the addictions. You know, mm-hmm. what kind of uh, what kind of addiction do you have? Well, meth or. Cocaine or LSD or whatever the your kick is, right? Or straight up, I'm an alcoholic, those type of things, mm-hmm. right? But there's a world of other addictions. Absolutely. And, of course, people would ask me <laughs> at the mission, well, Pastor, have you ever been addicted to anything? And I, I would tell them, yeah, I sure was. I was addicted to stupid, and <laughs> I did it pretty good. Uh, a lot of mistakes in mm-hmm. my life, Right. Thankfully, Christ reached down, grabbed me, and put my feet on a path that that I praise Him for every day. I'm I, I know I'm on my way to heaven, and I know I didn't have anything to do with it, and I know I don't deserve it. You feel like that too, Willie? Absolutely. And so, uh, when the the more things that happen to us, and so maybe maybe somebody comes in and they have been on. Uh, on meth, and and you've been on meth, and somebody else is an alcoholic, and even though addictions are addictions, still a guy coming off of meth likes to interact with somebody who's been through it. Right.
2: Right. Right. A lot of the times, um, the individuals will graduate uh, gravitate towards each other. Yeah, and and,
1: and mm. I was never going to ask Willie about the addiction of cutting because I didn't know how comfortable he was. I've known about it all mm-hmm. the time. And, you know, uh, we we refer to them as cutters. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean that was the only addiction. No. <laughs> there was a lot of
2: addictions, <laughs> yes, right? Yes, absolutely.
1: But uh, you say, well, but that one's pretty obvious. No, it isn't because you don't often see it on their arms too much. Uh, the Occasionally. Occasionally somebody will be like that. hmm but it takes somebody to understand the deep pain that causes you to do that right yeah and right now there's people out there going i don't get it how do, what pleasure do you get out of that
2: yeah it's um it's it's strange right it's it's something that um it shouldn't make any sense right um it shouldn't make any sense at all but i guess maybe in the moment of all of that for for you it does for the for the person it does yeah. um, um i've cut for a long time um i started when i was i want to say about 10 um i was in a situation with my grandfather when i was young um that was just very inappropriate and um i kind of started my self-harm there and then um when I was 13, I began using methamphetamines, and that didn't help my state of mind anymore. No. And um, <laughs> and so um, things just kind of just dipped from there, and um, it became more it a, a coping mechanism in my life, and and a and something that I went to first. Um, in the most strange way, it was like any time that I felt um pushed away or, 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 or depressed or anything, that was the first place that I would go Sure. Right. And it was, um, it was, it was very strange. It's very strange to think about it five years later. And, um,
1: because you're not that man,
2: because anymore. I'm not that man anymore. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I still, I tell my kids, my kids know, you know, mm-hmm. I can't, I wouldn't have
1: brought it right? up. Had yeah. you not.
2: No, no, it's, it's, it's okay. It's, a, um, it's a place that the Lord brought me from. Right. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I'm so grateful so grateful to the lord for that you know and um and 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 i talk to my kids about it because they ask questions of course you know um, if we go swimming or something they're like dad how come you never take your shirt off <laughs> And well because you know my chest and my shoulders are are covered in scars right and um and i try to cover my legs also because my legs are too you know and so it's um it's it's like you said it's not always you know on the the outside for everybody to see, you know, when, right. when somebody's usually hurting, um, it's it's usually on the inside, right? And it's and it's hidden and it's um, you know, but um there is hope, right? Oh. There, <laughs> Amen. There 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 is hope. And so um I'm I'm grateful for any anytime I get to talk about it or any time that I get to, to to let people know out there that, you know, the way that you feel, right, and there there's someone there for you. Right, you know that'll always be there for you, and, um, and and it's comforting to know that. So,
1: you know, from this side of counseling, mm-hmm. uh, we understand that there's a lot of issues mm-hmm. in in cutting and a lot of dynamics, and you guys might drink or or you might take a drug out there. Hopefully, none of you are, but you might you might be having that glass of wine to kind of cover up the hurt of the day and all those kind of things. And when a person is taking drugs, of course, that's often what they're doing. They're trying to escape whatever pain it is that brought them to that point. With a person who does cutting, there's there's other dynamics involved, like a feeling of self-worthlessness. And sometimes when a person has had extreme uh, they've counted on a person like a grandfather, a father, or a mother, or whatever, and they have rejected them, and they have done what they, whatever shouldn't have been done. And, and so it leaves a child feeling worthless. Mm-hmm. And so they will cut themselves, as a, a one, as a feeling of they're not worthy anyway, and two, when a person feels like they have no control in their life, over anything mm-hmm. they have control over that yeah. mm-hmm. that's the one area in their life they can control and willie being a smart guy was was cognizant always that he needed to cover up that addiction you know because if you're addicted to alcohol people can't always tell mm-hmm. you're dipped addicted, addicted to methamphetamines they can't always tell but if you've got a visible outward sign, mm-hmm. then they can absolutely. And so, but here's the good news, and and I know, I'm not telling Willie this because <laughs> Willie knows this. I have every confidence in the world because, first of all, you know, do you do you find it, uh, Willie? <laughs> do you find it odd that with that addiction that God has freed you from? Because remember, you're a new creation in Christ, Amen. right? How do you feel about the fact that? You now work in a kitchen around that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's uh, uh, it's not as bad as you may think. <laughs> well, I know it's, it's I didn't not. I know a... that I would like to cook. I had no idea. I had no idea.
1: Well, I just think that it's it's one of those many ways God shows you. I can overcome anything.
2: Absolutely.
1: And so, okay, do I believe you're overcome? Yeah. I believed when I hired you, you were overcome or I wouldn't have put you in the kitchen, (laughs) right?
2: Amen, yes.
1: And Tim thought so, or he wouldn't have even started you there as an intern.
2: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: And so God is good and he delivers us from those things. But there are a lot of people out there right now, Willie, that are still caught in addictions. Mm -hmm. But sometimes those addictions are pretty subtle, right? Mm -hmm. Self-pity can be an addiction. Absolutely. Anger is certainly an addiction, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And those things can manifest, and a lot of times when a person has one addiction, like anger, they're really angry, right? And they're angry all the time, and so they want to calm that anger down so they go out and use, right? Mm -hmm. And so all it takes to throw them off a little bit is they're going along okay, and then they get angry about something, right? Absolutely. So how do you deal with guys like that? How do you, because you run into it all the time.
2: Yes, so, how do I deal with gentlemen who who get angry all the time and mm-hmm. stuff? Um, well, with me, um, first thing that I always do, right, is um, respect. Right? Yeah. I've learned I've learned a thing or two about respect, um, and I've <laughs> and I've learned a thing or two about um, loving people. Yeah. Right. And so, um, when I've learned the different levels of love that I can show for other people, right? Because um, the world and the word love is so uh, it's, it's, it's Oh my goodness, it's so bad. Right. <laughs> And so um, when when I truly love somebody, right, I can be compassionate for that person in a way that I've never even thought about it before. So Pastor Lane, let's say you came to me and all of a sudden you were just yelling at me. Mm-hmm. Well, the first thing that I would do was I wouldn't get offended. I would have to stop and think, well, you know, what is Pastor Angry about? Um, let's take um, um, one of the program men that um, um, Brother Nicholas, right? Mm-hmm punched me in the face a couple times at the mission while I was an intern there. (laughs) And um, he was mad one day because he didn't have his medication and stuff like that. And so all I did was I just walked up and kind of gave him a hug and was like, brother, what are you angry about? What, why why are you upset? You know, and a lot of the program guys are like, bro, like, what are you doing? And he like, he starts like spitting and stuff and he's really upset. And um, I'm just still calm with him. Like, brother, why Why are you, what's going on with you? You know, like, did you take your medication today? What's going on with you? Um, not yelling and, and screaming at him or anything like that. He just had a, um, was having a moment where he was just angry. Mm-hmm. You know, don't know why he was angry and stuff. Um, he left that night, knocked over the, um, the, the, the TV inside the warming center and stuff like that. And security guard kind of got um, um, into it and stuff like that. But. Um, loving that brother, right? Is like is how I deal with that stuff now, you know.
1: Well, that's amazing. I didn't know that you got punched.
2: Oh, it was year.
1: It was like three years ago. No, it was I, I know.
2: Very very not. It <laughs> punched is a, is like a he he nicked me. I get <laughs> like, it. Yeah. I get it. We yeah. don't we
1: don't allow any violence mm-hmm. at the no, mission. No, absolutely not. Um, and I certainly feel an obligation to make our our, our staff our interns. Our guests, everybody is as safe as possible. Mm, Absolutely. So, but I've seen Willie do similar things, not by getting punched, but I've seen him be calm. And by the way, uh, please let them know I have never come and yelled at you. (laughs) No, no, never. never. (laughs) Uh, Uh. But the reality is that that is one of those signs Mm -hmm. that the Holy Spirit is working on a person. Mm-hmm. Because to take abuse verbally mm-hmm. or physically and still love and care about mm-hmm. the person enough to pray for them, or in your case, put an arm around the shoulder and say, Brother, what's going on? Mm-hmm. I mean, that is truly a mark of grace. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not easy to do. And out in the world, that's not how things work. Right. Right. So, uh, how about the other way around? Have in days of frustration and days of sadness have have guys put your their arms around you
2: um you know i um get angry just like everybody else right um how i how i deal with that i try to work on it as, as, as much as possible i guess you could probably say like you were telling me um, not too long ago you know sometimes when you don't talk to somebody or you try to hold things in for for mm-hmm. way too long it makes things bigger than they than they really are yeah. instead of just sitting down and, and and talking to somebody, right? And so um, the answer to that is absolutely one hundred percent. I get that, thank goodness, from from everybody that's there, brother Bobby, brother Tim, brother Danny, Donnie, all of those guys. They um they are always there for me and they know me and see me so much every day that, I mean, I could stub my toe and walk into that place and be like, Hey brother, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like you're like, Some, something's going on with you. Yeah, is, no, is there? I get it, brother. And so, um, I've always got somebody there who is asking me if everything's okay. Or if I do get a little upset, Hey brother, you know, like, can we just sit down and talk about it? You know? And so, um, yeah, I, I am blessed in that regard. And I do have people that come to me and, 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 and love on me like that. So it's awesome.
1: Yeah. And, and, uh, it is. I mean, when I was sick, I got a lot of texts mm-hmm. from you, everybody else, uh, praying for me and loving me, and that's important. And it's also important to me that, you know, I don't think, I don't think the people that work for me out there, I don't think they're afraid of me. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and when we sit down, if there's a problem out there, I try to do the same thing you're talking about. You mm-hmm. know, we get around the table. We've been there. hmm Sit around the table at the boardroom and say, okay, well, what, what, what went on? What did that look like? What does that feel like? You know, when, when you responded this way, how do you think that looked from their perspective? Mm-hmm. Because we all have to do that, don't we? Absolutely. You know, what is going on with this brother right now? You know, mm-hmm. or, or, you know did. And sometimes you find out they held it in, held it in, like mm-hmm. you said, mm-hmm. maybe they lost their mom mm-hmm. or something. And and you don't know that dynamic at the moment, Absolutely. right? Mm-hmm. So so you know we've only got two minutes, but I would like to ask you. In the next few years, mm-hmm. you said you want to stay at the mission. Absolutely. You know, and of course I want you to stay at the mission. Ooh, amen. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, do you expect to do some more things with your kids, like camping? And- um,
2: I can't wait. I can't. This opportunity that I have with my children right now, it kind of um it's it it kind of makes me a little sad that I haven't been doing this this whole time. Um, you know, I I put drugs and alcohol before everything in my life for so long, um, that I have completely missed all of these great things that I that, that I could have been doing. And so um, yes, I plan on um there is family camp mm-hmm. through my church. That's going on here in a little bit. My kids are going to that. You know, um, they're, they're getting friends that, um, that are strong in the word also, Amen. you know, um, brother Eric's son just got baptized and now my kids are asking about it and stuff <laughs> like it's, well, no, it's, that's... it's, it's amazing. So yeah, over these next few years, I just plan on, um, being there for my kids in every way possible, you know, and, and just building these memories and these great things with them. So,
1: well, we're kind of out of time, but, I. Uh... I hope before too long you'll we'll just come back so that we can Amen. finish talking because we didn't, we didn't get through some of the things w- that you're looking forward to. Absolutely. And remember, my brother, that you can't change the past, but you can certainly change the future. Amen. So, hey, guys out there, until we meet again, as always, may God hold you in the palm of his hand.
0: Join us again next week at the same time for Voices from the Street.